What's up, BFFs? This week on the Best Friends Fancast, Toby Milton joins me to talk about the Monday episode, Drew Van Acker Likes Jumping from Planes. We decided to do two episodes this week to give each day its own show. So when I talk in the beginning of this episode about adding it to the Sketchfest episode and it being a Frankenstein episode, you realize that I decided later on that I wanted to give it its own episode because Toby and I had so much fun talking. So that being said, this is Monday show. Next episode, we'll talk about Thursday and Sketchfest. Now on with the motherfucking show. Or um, just the MFN show. Welcome to the Best Friends Fancast and Allison Rosen Fan Podcast. I am one of your hosts, Lisa Lowry, and your other host, Rafael Marquez Castaneda, will be joining me a little later. This is going to be a real Frankenstein episode. So I have a special guest with me tonight, all the way from Canada. He's not in the shed, unfortunately. It's Toby. Welcome, Toby. Hi, thanks for having me. And uh, did you mean Frankenstein or Frankenstein's monster? <laughs> I am that asshole. <laughs> <laughs> hold on let me write that down he is that (laughs) asshole uh you know what it'll be i am yeah it'll be frankenstein's monster you know it's only nine o'clock here and i'm already like out of it but it's out of it (sighs) and had uh nine white claws already (laughs) well let's see i've finally like moved over to truly's but i think i've had like three but don't worry Uh i'm sure there'll be another one coming coming your way um oh my god i can't even speak <laughs> oh my gosh you'll pro- i don't think you'll hear it but we'll probably be out here for the disneyland fireworks which is nice i don't know why i'm saying that i guess just to give you a heads up if you hear any explosions it's it's normal it's fine how have you been let's catch up with you and then let's do some shout outs i want to hear what's going on in your life get, give me some news sure uh i have been busy but good uh, i'm back working nights and i just got back from Norway last weekend, or I was only there for a few days. Uh, and now I'm back, sort of settling into my routine back in Canada. And uh, yeah. My notes from the last time that you were on, all it said was cock, Toby, spelled K-O-K. And I wanted to, oh, yes. because I realized that if you were there, that you were not going to be here for the group recording. So is that what that was, that you were in some hedonism island or something? I forgot. Yes, hedonism island. <laughs> yes, that's what happened. <laughs> apparently it's cook coke not oh. cook yeah that i was uh reminded of that while i was there and i was saying oh i wanted to go over to cock and they're like yeah we don't no that's not it <laughs> oh okay uh it is a sauna boat and uh, i tried to go but they were full up so i went to the non-boat sauna instead oh okay that all sounds like it sounds so foreign to me and it sounds very cool um much so foreign that it's like realizing you're only three hours ahead just like east coast time (laughs) is what i just (laughs) learned tonight so in the spirit of toast into the east coast and once again that's a shout out to dr jen and that's my truly i caught that crack so uh do you have you know what i heard you i don't know if you want to share this but do do you have an album coming out i do yes actually it'll come out uh the weekend of the group recording actually it comes out on the 28th uh lost property is my musical project and it'll be out on spotify and apple music and itunes and all of that anywhere you can 
find your music. That is so cool. It's so exciting. Mm-hmm. I, I I mentioned it on the the last episode with Leanne, and Leanne was like, "Wait, wait, wait, hold on. He has an wait. He has an album. Maybe I. You have to hear what she said. But anyway, I I, <laughs> I, I thought you know what? Let's. I'll be talking with him, so maybe he can give me all of the details. But that's super exciting. Yeah, it's a project I've been working on for quite a while, actually. Uh, I put out four songs on SoundCloud, like two or three years ago and uh, they're all on there but remixed and then nine other songs as well or no eight others so uh, i think 12 total i only follow two people on soundcloud and you're one of them so i'll have to check it out (laughs) again (laughs) if i had hair i would do the hair flip right now (laughs) (laughs) come on you know you're wearing a wig we're fine (laughs) (laughs) only on the weekend oh sorry 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 do you have any shout outs Sure. Shout out always to Lauren Kelly uh, and uh, shout out to Whitney and Shira slash Shara. I found out that it's actually either is acceptable and uh, shout out to you and Rafi and everyone who will be at the group recording next weekend. Oh, yeah, it's going to be. I'm so excited. I can't believe it's already going to be here. Um, yeah, one week away. It's crazy. Already. Super crazy. I am so glad that she's putting that she put out the Sketchfest episode this week because it took so long for her to put it out. And I kept thinking, oh, great. It's going to be during the group <laughs> recording. And I've already recorded two hours of content with people at Sketchfest. So I thought, oh, my gosh, it's going to be interesting. But you know what? We'll make th- we'll make it work is what we would do. So this is kind of perfect just leading up to it the week before and uh, next week. Who knows? Yeah, well, hopefully there's some really great Thursday guests. Yeah, uh, for when you guys are all together. I know. I I have so many ideas of asking people to come over, like Renee and Allison and Daniel, and it's like I just I it's only a week behind, and I still haven't done it. And I think it's just because I don't want to bother anybody. I don't know. I I just should just do it and just say fuck it. But it's funny because I've already used the F word twice this recording because I think that's just normally how I talk. But with a Leanne recording, two and a half hours, not one F bomb. <laughs> oh, so respectful of Leanne. I know. I think, even though I don't think she cares, <laughs> she doesn't. She, I think, cursed more than I did, which is not not a lot. And also, I think I told her to to close her ears while I said someone could suck his own D. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that doesn't. So <laughs> I mean. <laughs> I did, you know, I I was still a little bit myself. (laughs) So tonight, I know we're just going to be talking about the Monday show and doing Childish Chat, if you have the time. I think I will do, you know what, I'll do shout outs and I'm so like all over the place because I'm trying to figure, like like I said, this Frankenstein Monsters episode. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, (laughs) So my shout out, I'll do some shout outs and if I have more, I'll probably do some more when I record with Rafi the the, the rest of this show. My shout outs are to Brittany, to Lauren Kelly and Dr. Jen for already starting to listen to the Leanne episode that is very long and getting nice compliments on it is always nice. Also shout out to Leanne for making time to chat with me and talk about Allison and being very generous with her time. I know it's hard, especially being a, a new mom. Uh, also shout out to Whitney Shout out to little Rafi, who will be on with me later, uh, to Kelly Lundquist, Bruce by Dawn, Ray Morgan, Ulysses, Lee Bruns, Tamara Haller, Michelle Smith, Scott Marquez. I think that's it for now. I'm sure I'll have some more later, but how about we talk about Monday? Let's... Sure. All right. So Drew Van Acker was on and... The beginning of the show, much like the last two episodes of Allison's show, they've talked about termites as far as 
should we have them? Should we not? Last Thursday show, they were like, it's not going to happen. But then this Thursday, they or this Monday, they still brought it up a little bit. But it sounds like a termite RIP. So what do you think about the end of the termite update era? <laughs> I feel like like everyone else. I was kind of like, why are they still talking about this? Right. But I do like, and I feel like perhaps this is why she kept it going that sort of check in with Tony at the beginning of the episode. Yeah. Uh, I like that because it's sort of like a, just a quick, it's almost like they could do that separate from the episode though. Ooh, but, uh, that's a good idea. Like when he first gets there, do like a little sound check and then just check, check in with each other without the guest there. I like that. Yeah. Well, you know how she is with taking your suggestions. Oh, yes. <laughs> oh yeah. Listen to uh, the Leanne and, uh, my episode <laughs> because there's a lot of termite talk, Tony talk. Termite. Allison needs to get more organized and she needs a, a, an assistant. <laughs> yeah, um, that would help. Yeah. I think so. Or... I think she would, and also that she would be receptive to it. But I think you'll hear the Sketchfest episode at the beginning. She has Tony out on the stage first before anyone else. And that was exactly what you're saying is it gave it that homey feel. She's chit chatting with him. They didn't talk about termites. It was kind of perfect. It was, it was just right. So I think that's a great, great idea. I do think it could be done. And, and if she's saying they're done, then okay, then, then, then it's done. And then we'll have to move on to the next uh, bit that we talk about. But Tony is leaving on tour again, so maybe this is going to be, this could really be her, this could be the termite swan song, like, okay, this is really the way to get rid of it, is Tony's going to be gone for a little while. I think he's just gone, like, he'll probably only miss one episode, right? I oh, think. really? I think it's a short stint. He's in Minneapolis, like, tonight or last night. Oh, wow. And, like, he's doing a couple shows in out, sort of, nearish me, and then he's back again, I think. It's pretty quick. Okay. Well... Sayonara but termites. yes, I, I think it would be a good <laughs> yes, time to I think, put it to rest and maybe start a new thing. I think so, too. Just catching up, I think, would be perfect. Especially, talk about tour. What else happened on tour? New things. I mean, the the Sketchfest episode, I keep referring to it, but no one's heard it yet, is the story he told at the top of the show was really funny. And it's like, okay, these are the kind of things you guys should be talking about. It doesn't have to be the same thing all the time. But all right. So that being said, now that we've spent, let's see, how long talking about termites again on, on this show? <laughs> <laughs> Why not uh, beat the dead horse or whatever the saying is. So Drew was on the show and he is a star on Pretty Little Liars and Spy Intervention. Are you familiar with either of these? I'm actually just finishing up the first season of Pretty Little Liars right now. It's a perfectly terrible, mindless <laughs> show to watch. It's I've watched like a bunch of like sort of serious stuff recently, so this is a perfect oh. palate cleanser, okay. I'll call it. So I haven't seen him yet, but I have seen the character that he replaces. So it's like fluffy filler while you're waiting for like another show to kind of... It's your sorbet course. Yeah, it's kind of like... Did you watch Gossip Girl? No. Okay, it's like that. <laughs> okay. But that doesn't mean anything to you, so never mind. <laughs> I get it mixed up with, what is the other show that's got Laura Dern in it? I forgot what it's called. But anyways, so I think it's, I keep hearing both of them like, oh, Pretty Little Liars. Okay, I'm going to look it up and I see it and I think. Oh, Big Little big Lies. Big Little Lies. Okay, so I mixed the two up. Shocking. I think after you're 40, I, th I think something happens to your brain. You just became, just become super ancient <laughs> and you can't keep shows straight. 
But I love Lord Lord Dern, and I, that show actually sounds interesting to me. So I've, I've almost accidentally watched Pretty Little Liars a couple of times <laughs> because of it. But when I saw that he was on, and that she said, "Oh, he's from Pretty Little Liars," I'm like, "Oh, is that the show that I want to see?" And then I looked it up. I thought, "Oh no, this is not the show I wanted to see." It looks Big Little Lies is better. Okay, but uh, I never watched season two of it because I thought it was a perfectly done first season uh, and when that happens i refuse to watch f- further seasons if i'm like well no that was a good miniseries then i just leave it wow that's but, that's uh, pretty smart and to have that kind of strength to do that because i would watch it and ruin it <laughs> for sure well it's very helpful that a lot of these shows only have like eight episodes and True. uh they come out all at once so i watch them in like one day and then it's a full year or sometimes more before you get the next so there's 200 new Netflix shows between oh, yeah. seasons, right? So it's easier in that sense. I find it a lot easier to forget about it. If it were like cable back when you watched like every week for 26 weeks straight and then you only had the summer off, basically, it might be harder to bail on it. But that's I, I find true. having the whole year. That's a good point. I That's kind of what happened to me with Stranger Things because the first season was so great and then it took so long for the second one to come out i forgot what happened in the first one and then i just couldn't follow it and i thought this is lame but my son says this season three is one of the better of the three so i'm curious to go back and rewatch it but yeah like you said when there's time in between it's kind of like well it's kind of like when white claws were you know out <laughs> when they're <laughs> in demand and and no one could keep up with the production of it and everyone moved on to truly's and now i don't go back to white claws anymore <laughs> oh yeah exactly the same yeah see i i I understand things in life so i love the fact that he takes ukulele i think that's kind of endearing and cute and sweet Uh, to be honest i'm gonna like just move forward to what i was thinking later is i didn't really care for him very much as a person (laughs) but this i uh, yeah go ahead go ahead no I, i was just gonna say i went in hesitant because i found she's had like a Let's just say recently she's really lived up to the Aryan boyfriend <laughs> uh, mo- moniker. <laughs> oh, it's another white guy. Oh, cool. But he, it didn't feel, it felt different than a lot of the recent interviews. There's been a lot of like writers True. or whatever. And uh, so he had some different experiences, but I, I did find it was a little, I don't know. I didn't love him, but I definitely did not hate him right as i have with a a couple of the guests i've been like oh my god yes oh my gosh 100 percent uh yeah i i listening to him i so i was kind of like oh cute he plays ukulele and he's talking about being an extra and sort of sounded kind of grounded and being an extra something i've i have been before and it's something i always thought it'd be really fun to just that would be your job just to be an extra and just be like the dipshit in the background because i'm good at doing that (laughs) (laughs) um but then as his story kind of went on, it sort of seems like he seems very, what's the word? Like he's very Hollywood, like everything he's had the only the experience of, of a, of a person that looks like Brad Pitt sort of, does that make sense? <laughs> sort of enti- yeah, not oh, entitled, yeah. but um, like maybe he hasn't seen, I don't know. He doesn't seem like he has a dark, like he's seen darkness maybe, but Although his eviction story were, was pretty funny and interesting and it made me start thinking about my own stories of being evicted and I wonder if you've ever been evicted, not at your own fault, but or maybe your own fault, but if you have any, have you ever been evicted before? I've never been evicted, but when I, the last place I lived uh, in Toronto was 
this like loft and we we rented it and we thought it had so much potential and we were going to put on concerts there and stuff uh and the very first day or something we were having a games night like a sort of party and the person below us wrote this like 10 page letter to the landlord saying that we were dragging doors around which is the strangest (laughs) thing you could possibly just like (laughs) land on as the thing we were doing and the landlord came to us and was like listen this sounds like really crazy but as the landlord for everyone i do have to like pass on to you that this happened and then so she sort of made their living there a real hell because she always complained no matter what we did and so there was no more our whole hope of having concerts and practices and stuff Aww, there and never dragging never doors there because she, well yeah we were playing risk or something like that <laughs> it was the lamest possible thing that we it wasn't even like whoa we did party pretty hard you were just trying to take over ukraine and then <laughs> yeah that's right oh i'm always trying to take over ukraine <laughs> This is for Lil Rafi. Ukraine is weak. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Ukraine is weak. <laughs> so my eviction, not my fault story is I lived with a band in Anaheim in the mid 90s and the band. <laughs> it sounds like it was your I... <laughs> just based on the choices you made. <laughs> okay. Okay. You, you may have a point there. Um, and of course, it was like a big house and running rooms out to like all different people. I wasn't in charge of paying the bills. The The singer of the band was in charge and he was very, very organized and he was, he was good. I mean, his day job was being in a drivers to strippers <laughs> or bodyguard oh. or whatever. <laughs> and in fact, the guitar player is the one that dated Allison at the same time, not at the same time, oh, okay. dated her at that time that I was living there. So, um, gotcha. so he had that job too. I've always wanted to ask her about that. Where it's like, do you think it's weird that he he was like a driver for strippers and escorts or whatever? Anyway, so we always had different people at the house, and it was always kind of you know who knows who's supposed to be there and who's not. So one day I was at work and I got a phone call that our house had been robbed, and so we go home and like the fence was ripped down, all the doors were like open. There was spray paint everywhere. Our stuff was stolen. And so the owner of the house was like, you guys got to get out. It was, And it was the trombone player's um, family that owned it, actually, from the band. But anyway, so we just came home to, like, basically nothing. And, by the way, get out. And our dog got out and was... T- our Well, here's the one time where the singer of the band was not very organized because he adopted this dog but never transferred the name over. So the dog got taken back to its original owner. <laughs> we never saw that dog again. Oh, <laughs> oh, poor Wolfie. Anyway, so not my fault, but that is when I had to move back home with my mom <laughs> because we didn't have a home anymore. Oh, boy. Yeah. A humbling experience for us all. Oh, yeah, sure. Yeah, I was working at... Uh, a trailer park and no, I'm just uh, I mean that is true but that's a whole other story so anyway so Drew's story of getting engaged sound, sounded kind of magical and I think this whole story of you know he was trying when you fi- when you find the right person just like he was saying you kind of just know you can't there's no timing even if it's a, fr- a friend it doesn't have to be your significant other but when you meet people where you just click there's no amount of time. You know right away if you click or not. And some people you feel like you've known forever. And 
to try and fight that where this isn't the right time. This isn't, you know, whatever. Uh, to try and fight it was kind of silly, but his engagement story sounded very um, sweet. It sounds like where you just were. Uh, yeah, actually, I did. Uh, he was in Iceland, right? I have no idea. It's all the same to me. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I think he said Iceland, and I did stop there, actually, both directions because of the airline that I was flying. But, uh, yeah, no, I, I really enjoyed that because it was like, I like that he always had the ring on him because he didn't have a specific plan, but he did like, he was like, okay, this is happening here on this trip, but he didn't know at what point it was going to happen. So he always had it with him. And I, I thought that was cute. It, it was just sort of waiting for that perfect time or whatever it was. And it just ended up being perfect. I've seen lots and lots of pictures uh, of Iceland and it seems like there are, uh, numerous places that would be the perfect place for them. But. Really? Yeah, I. it looks like a place that I wouldn't mind going. It looks really different, uh, di- very different from here and just kind of cool to go check out. <laughs> that- yeah, no, it's neat. It's a big travel destination from here anyway. So I didn't really know what this Drew guy looked like, but then when Allison seemed, I don't even know if she like really found him attractive or if she, I don't know, like she seemed... Different than normal, but not bad, not good, not di- just her tone sounded different to me. And so when she's like, so who who do you think, you know, who you've been told that you look like? And when he said he's, you know, Brad Pittish, which is funny because uh, another shout out to you, Leanne, and your love of Brad Pitt. <laughs> but I so I thought, OK, I got to look up this guy. And I thought, OK, he does kind of look like Brad Pitt. But I don't know. I don't even know where I'm going with this whole story. But did you think that Allison seemed different than normal? Or was it just my own brain? Well, it was her who said Brad Pitt, right? I think, I think. so. And he said, yeah. I've oh, that yeah, yeah, yeah. That's and, true. And so I, at that point, I was like, oh, she kind of. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> See, that's what I mean. Like, she kind of seemed like, like, oh, kind of like starry eyed a little. Not like, not like a full on crush, but like, oh, I'm kind of uh, charmed by by his looks kind of. I certainly don't think you say to someone that you look like Brad Pitt unless you are willing to, to admit that you're going to have a crush on him. Because, I mean, he is a, a, a physical specimen. <laughs> that Bradley Pitt. <laughs> oh, that was a nice little drop. Thank you. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um So they did a spy song quiz, which I thought was very funny. She sounded like she said she's been waiting to do this, but I obviously this is off the cuff. But uh, did you do well with this quiz at all, or did you care? Sorry, what was the quiz about? Spot the spies. Was it just him? Spy songs or spy movie songs or spy show Uh, songs? (laughs) Spy songs. So I got the ones that he got. Right. But that's it. But not. And I was listening to it at one and a half speed because I was like, okay, I got 20 minutes left. I guess take some notes really quick. And then the song sounded so weird. Then I heard the, the answer and then I would go back. I'm like, well, obviously I would get that. But the Spies Like Us song, I would not have gotten. And, uh, even though I no, I, I know the chorus, but obviously that gives it away when, when they say it. But yeah, I thought that was kind of funny and silly that she even came up with that. Or I, I don't know. It's just kind of funny. Yeah, it was a strange... You know what it felt like uh, that NPR show, Wait, Wait, Don't Tell Me, where they ask famous people, do you know that show? I don't. I was thinking of This Is Your Life, which is, you know, from the 50s. So um, what what now? (laughs) Well, on the... Oh, I think I know what you're talking about. Yeah, they have have a job or a, a weekly thing they call Not My Job, where they invite famous people on and they usually take their name or their like the thing they're famous for and then 
ask them something about something. Like if it was Amy Adams, they would ask them about Adam's apples or something like that. Like it's always something to do with a movie they've been in or their name and something then adjacent to that. I like see. so the quiz was about spies, even though he's not a spy, but he did just be in a movie about spies. <laughs> yes. So it's like Which obviously he's gonna be a real spy buff, if not. Um <laughs> you know, he was talking about having being an actor and having a private private life, which it is funny that we all think that because you're in the public eye that you're, you know, your life is just given, like we own you or something. And, and I don't believe that. And I do like when I hear, you know, stories of actors or whatever, and I think, oh, they've, I, I forgot who it was just recently had a kid. And it's like, who, who, how come nobody knows that this is going on? And I, I think that's really kind of cool that people are able to keep the private life and that they they desire the private life. They're not Kardashians, like putting themselves out there. And I think that's kind of cool. Yeah. I, uh, I'm a fan of that. Uh, sort of like, well, it's not like I'm hiding it. I'm just not pushing it forward uh, necessarily. And some people, I don't think can have that for whatever reason, but other people, he seems to be at a level where you can still have that. And maybe he's fostered it in a way that if he continues to get more, famous that it'll he'll be able to keep that that is true but, uh, i don't think everyone can have that the aforementioned brad pitt for instance right. i don't think he can go anywhere without unless he's wearing like a unibomber outfit yeah or i like i went to yeah and he tends to look a little unibomber yeah that is true that is sometimes. true <laughs> <laughs> do you have anything else from anything that spoke to you for the from the money show that we have not talked about uh not particularly i don't think it was uh pretty straightforward yeah i think episode yeah one thing i did like is like i mentioned that he does like the ukulele and he was talking about eddie vetter and from the into into the shoot i forgot what the, what's the movie called wild into the wild, into the wild. thanks i was gonna say into the woods oh my god see see what happens whole different song uh into the wild i love i love eddie vetter and i love pearl jam but that's like it's kind of a guilty pleasure for me but so i was like oh i'd be super excited to use that but lauren kelly on our WhatsApp cover <laughs> in our WhatsApp conversation uh, <laughs> was talking about that. All she could, she could think about was the song from the jerk. And I was like, after that, that song was stuck in my head. And I thought, Oh, I'm so excited. I'm going to try and probably use that song for this episode. I love that movie. And also, you know, Lauren Kelly. <laughs> yeah, no, I agree with that. So speaking of Lauren Kelly, I think we should do some childish chat. Do you have time? I have time. Hi, Lisa. Hi, Rafi. Hi, everybody. This is Lauren Kay with some childish chat. So they started this episode talking about weather and how it's, you know, usually sunny and warm there in California. And uh, Allison was saying how she actually prefers days that are cloudy, rainy, overcast, which we know about her. And she says that she would have loved a rainy wedding day or an overcast wedding day. And then they started talking about the Alanis Morissette song and about how none of the things that they say are ironic are ironic. Um, like rain on your wedding day is not ironic. And they were trying to figure out things that are actually ironic. And I think the one that they kind of agreed on was like if everybody showed up to your wedding wearing a raincoat because it was you know, supposed to rain, and then it doesn't. And talking about Alanis Morissette, I have to mention again that when she was popular uh, in the late 90s, I 
looked like her or strangers thought I looked like her anyway. And I uh, was yelled at Alanis Morissette more than once. Uh, One time I was walking and someone yelled it out their car, yo, Alanis. And I just like waved. Then they were talking about what was the last band that they saw perform. And Greg said it was the Angoras. And I know Rafi said that Greg didn't look too excited when he was watching the performance, but he said that they were so good and so joyful when they were playing. He he says that he loved it. They did some finance chat, which I totally tuned out. <laughs> Greg said he and his whole family are getting Irish harp tattoos, so matching tattoos for the family. And this made me think of just the other day I was talking to to you, Lisa, and uh, Dr. Jen, and Toby, and saying that um, Erica and I are trying to plan matching tattoos, and I sent her several ideas the other day. Most of them were funny ideas, but I figure our tattoo will be funny. And I, it was crickets. She did not, she still hasn't responded. (laughs) So clearly she doesn't like my ideas. Anyway, so Allison took Elliot to Disneyland, And when they recorded, I guess it was the day before they were going to go for his third birthday. Um, And so it would be the day after he turned three. And Allison's saying, what should she do? Because under three years old, uh, kids are free. Three years old, you start paying like $100 for their ticket. Um, (laughs) And like, I get it. I love to be honest and I would never steal anything. But, you know, it's a matter of a day and a hundred dollars so yeah he's two when you take him to Disneyland he's two (laughs) and then they got an email from a listener who is kind of going through a sex drought um in a happy marriage and young kids Greg's advice is that you you don't have to wait until nighttime for sex you can do it during the day remember things like the dishes can wait and laundry can wait and he feels it's really important to keep that connection with your partner um, and I know it's really hard when your kids are really little. Um, I get it. Oh, and another listener uh, sent an email and mentioned how Greg um, suggests that you make a book of quotes that your kids say when they're younger. And I heard Greg say that on, I think, on another podcast years and years ago. And I actually did that upon his advice. And my son Noah found the notebook the other day. <laughs> and was reading it and laughing and I was I was so happy to see him enjoying it because he loves to hear stories of silly things he said or did when he was littler and uh, so it totally worked it's a great idea he also suggests making photo albums and I say yes to that my son William loves putting photo albums together so I'll get a bunch of pictures printed and then I'll just buy a photo album usually at like the thrift store or something and he'll fill it up and he loves doing that and it's nice to have um kids on an airplane Greg uh, was asking Allison if she's codependent she says yes and that when she took uh, Elliot on the airplane she was more concerned about everybody else on the plane about their experience and worrying about disrupting them and she she was really relating to that she said you know she was way more concerned about everybody else's experience than 
Elliot's and I totally understand that every time I take my kids somewhere I'm always so worried we're gonna you know bother someone annoy someone and it's really hard it's not a great way to go through life so I'm working on that well I should be working on that (laughs) and I guess that's all I have for right now so thank you so much for listening and I like you all so much bye Oh, our very own Alanis. Oh, shit. I did it again. <laughs> I did that on the last recording. Our own little Alanis Morissette lookalike. I never put that together, but I think that's hilarious that people are yelling that to her. <laughs> that's so funny. <laughs> it sounds like stuff that people did at that era as well, like the sort of mid to late 90s yes. that was a very yelling out of the car window that just reminded me style that ahead. somebody I, i've had people yell, well i've had people yell nasty things to me but but i have had people say gwen because i had blonde hair for a while and they were like like gwen stefani <laughs> so I, that happened a couple of times where i'm like you realize i don't look anything like her at all but blonde hair just <laughs> automatically means it's gwen <laughs> Uh, they must have been yelling that a lot out in California. In yeah, era, especially, the... I mean, she lived right down the street from my old house that uh, I got evicted from, actually. Oh, yeah, they were uh, Orange County band. Yeah, they? Anaheim. Uh, mm-hmm. They, yeah, they actually went to this, well, they, pl- they they were friends with the singer of the band I was living with, but uh, they went to the same gym. So when they became popular, I was like, excuse me? I, I said, the drummer was our waiter at this, um, there's this, like, vegetarian restaurant that we go to. <laughs> I'm like... You mean the waiter from Rudabagors? <laughs> <laughs> They're famous now? I saw them on the cover of something. I was like, what in the hell? Anyway, so they were talking about... It's funny because we talked about Cloudy and Sunny on the last episode with Leanne. And I love cloudy weather, but I can't. I couldn't live in it. And that's one of the things that I was talking to the drummer from the Angoras at Sketchfest. Because he's from Oregon. And I just kept saying, I'm so drawn to that part of the world but whenever I go there or that part of the country I should say whenever I go there it's summertime so I don't know anything except for how amazing it is all the time and he's like you probably should come at different times of the year just to make sure you for sure want to live there because rainy days if there's too many I do get pretty depressed which I think everybody does up there what is the weather like where you're from are you and do you like cloudy rainy or cloudy sunny what's your what's your uh what do you prefer? I like sunny and uh, I go back and forth between like I love summer hot weather uh, because then I can be at my cottage and there's a lake and I like that. But uh, yeah, Rafi and I are going to uh, crash a, there at some point. It's going to happen. Yeah, no, just uh, you'd be totally welcome. But I really enjoy sort of spring and fall weather, yes. which is like sweater weather, I guess is the best way to describe it. And I still would prefer it sunny to cloudy, and I'm not a big fan of rain. But uh, I'm by this time of year, every year, I'm generally sick of snow. Oh so. my gosh, I can't even imagine. <laughs> this, this year has been only shoveled my driveway like twice, Oof. which is. And to this, it's been unseasonably warm here in for February. Usually we have a lot more rainy days and I love, I love the rain, but I don't like driving in it. So it's just sort of a cozy thing of, okay, I'm going to put the fire on and I'm going to open the windows so I can hear it raining and watch some old movies and make some soup or whatever. But right now it's just, it is the perfect weather here. The high is like 70 clear skies. It's just, I mean, it, 
it's a tiny bit chilly for me. <laughs> um, <laughs> but I, I could wear a sweater or I don't have to. I go sit out in the sun every single day. I'm just like, oh my God, this is so amazing. But yeah, so cloudy weather I do like, but I like it in, what is the word? I don't even know what to say. I like it sometimes. Small doses. Thank you. In doses. <laughs> thank you. So Greg's last band that he saw live was the Angoras, which is awesome because that's also the last band that I saw live. But what was the last band you saw live? High as a Kite was the oh. last band I saw live. And that's why I was in Norway. So Nice. Okay. So after yeah, hearing just... the last time I listened, because I used one of their songs, the last time you were on... And I still haven't listened more after that, but I was like, I could really see listening to this and enjoying it. Yeah, and they're really, like, they're very talented and live. They're, it's a whole different experience, and that's why I was super happy to be there, because uh, it was like a big show, and they had uh, pyrotechnics and lots of uh, lights, and uh, the stage was a big uh, ballet opera oh, wow. house. So it was like a big special event type of thing, and they played two shows that night. Oh, that's so uh, cool. So, and they brought me back after the show. And, oh, my uh, gosh. For a few hours and stuff. So that was that was a pretty great experience. Talking about a private, private life over there. Um, yeah, that's right. <laughs> so Allison, or she's mentioned that Allison talked about Disneyland and taking Elliot for his first trip to Disneyland. And that was one of the topics that I talked about last week with Leanne that got um, somehow the recording dropped. And I, the only thing I had to say was with Disneyland here, obviously growing up in the city right next to Anaheim, for the, my kids, the first time, each of their second birthdays, I took them to Disneyland, but it wasn't because of money. It, I, I had a friend that worked there, so it didn't matter about money, but it just seemed like it was the right time because they were more aware of things and you get, you know, a brief, you know, trip to Disneyland. You don't have to be there the whole day. And now we go once a year because I have another friend that works there. So it's kind of like one of those, all right, whenever she calls and it's typically if it's a rainy day and it's usually around this time of year, I get a call from her and she says, all right, let's go to Disneyland. It's going to be rainy. And because there's not a lot of people there, so it's a lot of fun, actually. Have you been to Disneyland at all? I have not been to Disneyland. Actually, I've only been to California twice. Okay. Uh, the one time I was in the shed. And then no, I was going to say, so you you made a trip out to the shed. <laughs> yeah, that one. Not and, Disneyland. Uh, then, then one time when I was like 18, I went with my mom to San Diego. Oh, cool. Uh, and that's pretty far from... But I've been on the premise at Disney World to okay. see Cirque du Soleil when it was the oh. resident show there. Uh, but I didn't go in either time. Uh, just it seems like a lot of money. Yeah, I think um, I don't think I've paid to go in since I lived at that house in Anaheim when I was working. When I was working at the trailer park, we used to sell tickets to people that were traveling so i could get a good deal on like three-day passes or whatever now it's like there's no way there's no way but i imagine everywhere has their own little like theme their theme parks it's all the same it really is yeah we do have one sort of close to here but i would never bring a two-year-old because it's more there's it's all rides and no like oh okay the walking around is just expensive food and there is a pretty decent water park there though oh that's cool lots of slides and a big wave pool and stuff but uh both kids have been there once, I think maybe twice, but I had a season's pass when I was younger. Oh, okay. Yeah, we have another place called Knott's Berry Farm that is in the city next to Anaheim, and it's just, it's, you know, $80 a year for a pass, and uh, they have, you know, a whole Camp Snoopy where it's like all the little kid rides and stuff, and 
they still have like a real blacksmith there and a leather worker and a woodworker and they have like this ghost town. It's pretty cool. But but yeah, it's actually usually a ghost town when we go there because not a lot of people go. But uh, also Lauren mentioned that Greg was going to get a family tattoo together. And this led me to the fact that a lot of people, there's a lot of Greg Fitzsimmons hate <laughs> coming out. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, apparently he called having a matching tattoo or having an initial was he quote unquote gay. I did not hear this, but I, I've just been reading stuff on Facebook and just talking about all, all the different like text conversations and just the things that have come up where I know he's sort of an outrageous person, but I, I think that he just, does he cross the line to be outrageous or is that just because he's so he's from that old school where it, he doesn't even see that as wrong. I know Allison would never say, Oh, that's gay. You know? Yeah, I I struggle a lot with differentiating between oh well that it's just the the time and it's like okay right. but we're not in that time now so we should even if we grew up like I grew up in a time I certainly have used that word right same in yeah. the incorrect way before and that's but then you know I I learned and changed and I think that uh, it's one thing to say that a person person sort of like lived in the time when that was a thing and that's when their vocabulary. Uh, solidified but i think also we do need to change when i don't know if there aren't enough people pointing it out to him or if he's just sort of like oh yeah I, you know my dad's kind of that way where if i point something out to him he's like yeah yeah sorry i i've been meaning to change that i don't know really what his reaction is when he get it gets called out on it so i just think that he doesn't uh, yeah i don't think he i mean leanne on the last episode mentioned she because I think it was the last childish where he had to mention that people were, were black when it really didn't add to the story. But the fact that he mm. made a point to say that, so she tweeted and he sort of made com you know, responded to just the, the other part of what she was talking about in her tweet, not addressing that part. And I wonder if Allison knew that it bothers so many people, like how many people, I don't know if you read on the Facebook group actually, are subscribing to childish but not listening because of greg and i wonder if she knew that if that would change anything i didn't really realize how how many people i mean i, I know lauren listens already so she does this childish chat so i don't have to listen to childish and that's not the reason why she does it but i don't have to <laughs> uh i definitely love that she like cherry picks all the good topics and i feel like i'm caught up and there's good topics on there but it just gets muddied a lot of times with with greg and one of the other reasons I don't love listening to it is because there's a lot of, um, I hear two stories, like I hear the same story on Allison's show and the same story yeah. on that show. So it's kind of like, I'm good. But I do wonder if, if Allison, because it's uh, the one time with the the kissing, there was another gay issue before where she was just sort of, where he was saying something to the kid about, I forgot what it was, but it was like not very, not very good. <laughs> yeah. I remember people talking about that one too. Yeah. I don't know. I, I just, I'm glad Lauren does childish chat, so I don't have to listen, but I just wonder how long this is going to last, you know? <laughs> yeah, well, I don't know what their listenership is like, you know, like Greg is pretty popular, so I would imagine True. they that they get a lot from well, that, but I do wonder if she's run a bit thin sometimes, because she sounds, yes. you know, she's got two young kids, and then she's doing both of these podcasts, and sometimes she, I found her second-guessing herself on the show more often ah, lately uh -huh. and i wonder if that's just tiredness or 
maybe like she doesn't have as much time to prepare for two shows and be a mom of two young kids and and still be a wife and still yeah i think my other point was or that i was or the other thing that i was thinking is that greg's personality on his show shouldn't carry over as much to childish as far as because he i used to be a listener of his show and he would say that kind of stuff all the time but i honestly was just so used to that sort of comedian mentality of like they're from they're from boston they're from wherever and that's just how that's that's their lingo and i just kind of tuned it out which is kind of sad really (laughs) but uh, i just think that it needs to I think it needs to clean it up a little for childish. Yeah, that it's hard to say though, because if it's working for them, and again, True. if uh, if people are subscribing and the episodes download to their phone, then those metrics. Uh, look good to them right so why would they change anything i guess but that's very true and i know leanne made a good point on the facebook page today that i wonder if all the people that didn't care for it unsubscribed if it would kind of say something but i don't know if it needs to be that drastic i do that did kind of like blow my mind where i'm like yeah i'm of course i'm gonna subscribe i'm supporting allison and then i thought oh but i'm also making it right and okay (laughs) but i think if more people emailed her or contacted them maybe there maybe it would be a little bit better. I don't. I don't want him to not be himself. But you know, there's certain things that are just. I mean, it's turning people off, and people are getting you know hurt. And it's not. It's a. It's it's a parenting podcast. It's not a, just a comedian's show. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. That's really. It's a, and it's a. It's a fine line because I, they, you know, he should be changing if he's if he's bothering people. From his perspective, I could see. That if she said, oh, a bunch of my listeners contacted, mm. then he would say, aren't these the same people who were clamoring for us to start a podcast? Because weren't we? Because <laughs> they talked right. about it a lot. And we were like, oh, when is it coming? When is it coming? We we need more Allison. And then now we're all like, oh, God, Greg. <laughs> <laughs> so true. Right. That part. Oh, right. That. When, when I guess we thought she was starting another podcast. I would almost <laughs> rather her just do a third episode a week of her own show that's different and just not do childish shit anymore. I don't know. You can still do the same topics. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, it could even be with him, but she'd be in more control. That's perhaps. very true. Like, don't say bigoted, sexist things anymore. I don't yeah. know. Oh. Anyway, I feel like it's a good place to end it. Uh, thank you, Lauren, for the childish chat. Thank you for listening so we didn't have to. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> but really, honestly, yes. So, Toby, thank you so much for being on. It was nice chatting with you in the middle of the night here. <laughs> Likewise. <laughs> uh, where can we find you? You can find me on Instagram at jtobiasm or at Lost Property Music, and that'll be where the music stuff is sort of more updated. Uh, yeah, no, that's it. Perfect. Uh, yeah, I won't be finding you in my dining room next weekend. Next weekend, unfortunately. <laughs> unfortunately. <but laughs> Maybe next time. I think from here on out, next week is our group recording and it's our 200th episode. And I think I'm toying with the fact, like not numbering the episodes anymore and just having the name and then every year doing like an anniversary show, which would be pretty much march the end of march every single year so maybe next year maybe next year yeah so plan ahead no cock for you no kook kook cow no kook. what is it called <laughs> just keep going please <laughs> just keep trying <laughs> yeah that's always the best idea yeah. um well thank you so much for making time and uh we will talk soon sounds good all right take care 
I mean, he is a, a, a physical specimen, <laughs> that Bradley Pitt. 